Hello, everybody. Welcome What's... to uh, episode nine. Of... Is it nine? Yeah. Already? We've, we've been doing this for nine weeks now. Are we going to do a celebratory episode 10 next episode? Uh, like a big, a big, no, probably not. It's just 10 episodes. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe if we get to like 100, that would be, that'd be pretty damn cool. But anyways. But yeah, so, uh, so we have a guest today. Yeah. Um, we have my girlfriend, uh, Summer, who's at SummerVGK on Twitter. That's Andrew, Hello. by the way. Yeah, and I'm Andrew. And, and I'm Carlo. And Carlo's over here as well. Um, as always. We got rid of those other guys for this one, though. So yeah. They're not as cute to look at. They'll, they'll be back, though. <laughs> They're not man rockets. <laughs> Speaking of man rockets. Yeah. <laughs> we got a good session today. Um, we're going to go through uh, the, the... Define good, though, because when we're reviewing games... I, I said good, not great. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Yes. So, so uh, yeah, we we had we have a good session of some not so great recaps oh, that we're gonna talk about a little bit, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll look at what what's happening this coming week because um, we got Chicago, uh, L.A., and Calgary games coming up, and then uh, talk about the Wolves, uh, talk about some of the prospects that aren't on the Wolves. Um, well, specifically one. Talk about some roster updates and kind of go over why they keep sending people around to the AHL. Um, and then we'll talk about injury updates. And then we got a special segment right before our five-minute major news from around the NHL, which is also a very good one this, this oh, time Oh, there's around. a lot. There was a lot of stuff happening. Uh, yeah, this is a league. crazy week in hockey. Oh, my God, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were Pucks just, in deep, boys. Uh, we're, uh, so th- this episode is going to be... because. We like to talk a lot of positives with the Golden Knights, but they they haven't really been positive. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to be so, a little bit critical this week, uh, which is good, which is not bad. More I mean, more than normal, I will say. Yeah, more than normal because we are very critical of them when they're playing bad. But uh, damn you, couch coaches. Yeah, we are yeah, couch. We coaches. are the couch coaches. <laughs> I, I mean, that's I'm what, an armchair GM. Exactly. More than a couch I put, coach. I I won the Stanley Cup in NHL 20 via a uh, franchise mode. So so you I know am, more than everybody. I, exactly. I know uh, more than those G, real life GMs that hasn't won Stanley Cups because I have here won for the one. Man Rockets. Yes. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. All right. So let's 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 rip the bandaid off and talk about last week. Yeah, so, so we started off great, actually. Not great. We good. started off good slash okay, but yeah. it was mostly because... So So this is what, you know, I, I want to point out right, right at the start here that there's certain players that are just very consistent this season so far. Yes. One of them is Riley Smith. Riley Smith has been the most consistent player in the team. Probably our best skater in the team right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's fast. Uh, the, the puck goes in pretty much whenever he shoots it. Um, it, it. A lot of that is also due to William Carlson being up there with him making the pass. Yeah, William Carlson has been really great too. And William Carlson, isn't he like, doesn't, aren't his stats like insane still? Yeah, he's actually on pace for uh, 69 points, I think. I read it somewhere, so which is nice. And, and, he, and like uh, there was articles out there and lots of talk about the fact that, you know, he hasn't fully found his footing for this season. And he started to in the last couple of weeks with how many, like getting a few goals in a row or a couple goals yeah, in a row. Yeah, he's starting to get the going check, but his assist numbers right now is really high. I think he's second in the team only next to Mark Stone. I think he is... Uh, 16 points in 17 games, which Him is Him and very, Patches very... are tied for 16 points right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is, Patches has also been really good, Yeah, too. Patches has been really consistent, and uh, it was basically Patches and Smith that were the most consistent out of yeah. this week. Yeah, speaking of Smith, though, because there's been, throughout his career, people have been saying since he's been in Boston and in Florida, that he's good only every other year. 
Because he has a he's a big year and then he has a down year and then a big year and then a down year, uh, which is the same what happened with the Golden Knights. Which uh, he he came off a down year coming off Florida and the next year in, with the Golden Knights he had a big year, and then and then and goes, last season was he he was good but he wasn't making all he he wasn't a goal scorer really yeah, last was, year except for those down, eight games at the end of the season. Yeah, it was a down year for Smith last year, which is didn't he have like eight goals in like. 12 games in the end of the season though he he did really well at the end of the season but like until then he only had like maybe 14 goals the entire year yeah he had a he had a surge last year i think but uh i let me let me read you his uh career stats uh right now because so let's count his rookie year oh his first year because he only played three games in dallas okay so his first year in dallas he played 37 games and had uh uh, nine points, mm-hmm. but his second year in Boston. This is basically his sophomore year. He has, 80, he has fifty-one points. Uh, this is that is his first full year. Uh, Fifty. So this is his points through the season. Oh. 51, 40, 50, 37, 60, 53. And sixty was with Vegas, right? Yeah, sixty was with Vegas, and then fifty. So he goes. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Eh, Seven-point spread isn't terrible, though. Yeah, but it's, it goes up and down, up and yeah. down, up and no, down. You're, no, I see. I see. Oh, what, that's that's his pattern. This is his, this is supposed to be his quote unquote good year, and so far so good. Isn't this supposed to also be Carlson's good year though? Since he had a down year last. Well, well, well he doesn't really have. Yeah, any he doesn't history. have a pattern because because he was, scored nine goals ever and yeah. then like forty-three. And then 25. So I expect yeah. him to be more on pace with the 20s this yeah, season. Yeah, the 20s. And I expect him to have more assists. I actually, I, if if Riley Smith keeps going at the pace he's going, he'll have over 40 goals this season. But yeah, let, okay. But let, okay. So let's go back to the game. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Columbus. Um, <laughs> Columbus was a tight game. I, I thought both teams were playing it really slowly, but also playing a lot of defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of just back and forth. And I, I think both goals were Riley Smith and one was a shorthanded. Yes, one was shorthanded. It was because it was tied. It was in the third period, right? Yep. Uh, you can't lose a third period lead if you don't lead in the third period. So <laughs> that seems to be the theme. Yeah, exactly. Which is, <laughs> let's just not lead in. Th- well, well, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, well, it's not. It's not consistent. But it's been a theme for the for the Knights for sure. And this is this was the first game that England was healthy scratched, right? Yes. So I'm not. If I'm not wrong, yes. or was that Toronto? No, he was healthy scratched for Columbus. I'm pretty sure. And, yeah, and I think it, that was when Haig got that, paired with Theodore. Yeah. Yes, and that's the one that we won because he was healthy scratched for the first game. That's true, and everybody was like, "Oh, look at that!" Okay, I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't. What did you? What did you guys think about that that move though? I personally liked it. Um, I love England, but I feel like he does better for the team off the ice. He can be utilized in other aspects mm-hmm. rather than being on the ice, kind of making everyone slow down a little bit. That's, uh, that is a fair assessment, and we I think stats back it up too. But to be fair to England, though, because here, here's a, a point I want to make, because this week he played two games. And I don't think he was necessarily bad in those two games. He wasn't the worst person on the ice. That's he wasn't. For sure. No, he was. He was actually pretty decent. I wouldn't say good, but he was. Better it was good, not great. Been. Yeah, he was better yeah. than he has been. He, he sure. was better than he has been, and he wasn't the liability that I normally see him as. Well, I mean, to be honest, for these two games, I rip on England a lot 
but I'm going to give him credit when he deserves it. Well, let's let's think let's put ourselves in his shoes for a second and think about a veteran of that age being healthy scratch. Yeah. He, it's got to be a little bit like almost embarrassing, I guess. Uh, it, yeah, it, it hurts your pride, but Yeah, so I I'm sure that the next time that you're on the ice, you want to make sure that you're doing everything right. Yeah. And at the same time, he is a veteran and he knows when he is performing badly. Yeah. And stuff. You know, yeah, I mean, so. I'm sure this this whole week, Mark Stone has not been easy on him, himself. Yeah, exactly, because uh, we can move on to the next game. Yeah, which is Toronto, because I want to talk. I want to get through all these games and talk about you know performances of every player. Do you want to just do that? Yeah. So Toronto was another scoreless until the third period game, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, this game was Subban was amazing in this game. Oh, he was so good. Subban, this is a lot of, like, we, we might have lost this game, and normally when we lose a game with Subban, all the Subban haters out there is going to put it on him. No, everybody they was can't, impressed. Yeah, they can't even put this on Subban, because he was amazing. To be fair, Anderson... To be fair... To be fair... <laughs> Anderson deserves the win, too, because he was also amazing. Because this game was back and forth, chances there, chances... For them, chances for us. Yep. And both goalies was just amazing. Yeah, it was a goalie battle for sure. Yeah. Every, we, we all said that Subban deserved the win, but so did Anderson. Yeah. It, it was just, it was tough to watch that overtime. Yeah, the overtime, that's another big issue we had. Well, yeah, because that's what, the, the third the third one this season that they lost in three on three? Yeah, we haven't we haven't won any overtime games. The only Except two, for shootouts. Shootouts, yeah. We, got, we get to shootouts and we win those. But we so. barely ever get to those. And, and overtime had been a problem since last season against the Sharks in the playoffs. All the overtime games were lost in, in the playoffs, too. That's a little bit and different, five on though, five. because it's 5-on-5. Five five, yeah. but, but still, it's like you get after 60 minutes with Vegas, and it's like they just give up. Yeah, I really don't get... Well, we're... Like, on paper, you look at this team, and we have enough forwards. This is such a good team on to, paper. Yeah. Like, it's just they're not clicking. It, yeah. And I, I don't know... What do you do at this point? Is it a roster? Like, do you swap lines? Do you change people online? It's like it's hard to make a roster move right now because of our cap. Uh, well, I don't necessarily mean a, a roster move, yeah. but I, I suggested the other day, and and we can just talk about this for a second and then move on. But I suggested the other day on Twitter, I'm like, what would happen if you put Marchie with the Stone Line, like they were in the in the IHF, uh, the World Championship, and then put Patches on the first line with Carlson and and Smith. Smith. I like that because when they did Marshy and Stone together, they had Carlson in the middle. But that split Carlson and Smith. Who, and they need to be together. Those two's chemistry is spectacular. They, they have telepathy. I'm convinced yeah. that, like, because when they do those shorthanded breakaways, like, they, they already know they're going to be doing that. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're... They read each other very well. Exactly. Yeah. They, they're, they're, they're probably the two best penalty killers penalty killing forwards in the league i mean riley smith well the team has more shorthanded goals than any other team because yeah, mostly yeah. riley smith and Roland carlson yeah because i think four of those goal four of the five goals you are involved no, yep. well three of the five because there's nozick stone for that one yeah there's no and there's a stone one right no. No, the the Stone Nozick one was uh, it was no okay, so scored off was, Stone's pass. So the, the so we have so we have McNabb which that yep. was with Carlson and Smith. Carlson got the assist yep. with that one. And we have Smith, right? And 3 for Smith, I believe. Is it 3 or it was Carlson? I think it's just it? 2. I think Carlson has one. Hold on, let's look at shorthanded goals. Um uh, I don't, I don't, I, It's I'm not, not easy to see. It's not easy to see, but I'm pretty sure that most of those 
is because of them. Because I know Noshik has one. Uh, I, I was about to say Eakin, but that was last season. Yeah, <laughs> like, he had a that. bunch last season, though. He, yeah. had, like, he, he was in like the top 10 in the league on short yeah. goals. I, I thought Stone had one. but He might have. Uh, we'll look it up and, and get back. Because, because if you look at the penalty killers for Vegas... and I don't Ve- think Stone has any shorthanded goals right now. Um, oh, you have it right there. Yeah. So two for Smith, one for Carlson, one for Noshik, and one for McNabb. Okay. okay so yeah. So it was it was Carlson. It was, was Carlson. Then. Yeah, that's how I was sure. But to that point, though, I think Vegas has one of the best penalty killer penalty kills in the league, if not the best. You know, uh, if you look at the the forwards, they have penalty killing. You have Carlson and Smith. Yep. You have you have Stastny who kills penalties, and you have Stone who kills penalties. Yep. And then you have Eakin and Noshik, which uh, Eakin, I don't think, is a threat. Speaking of, like, he, he, what, on that, what happened to him? On that Detroit game, oh my God. What like, happened to That was to shorthanded. He, he had an opportunity to I score know. shorthanded. Beautiful play by Stone. He just, Eakin can't finish right what now. What happened? And, you know, I'd like to see Wa get more penalty kill time. Because yeah, because Wa is also really good. He was fantastic kill. on the PK when he was in, whenever he's in the AHL. Yeah, because... Uh, he actually played some penalty kills because I think he was the sixth one in. Yep. When one of those guys gets on, goes to the box. Yep. He is the um, the sixth. But he should in. be default on the PK at this point. He's so I, good. I don't know about that because the other six is also really good. Yeah, but if you if you took somebody like like Noshik or somebody, you could yeah. you could make a case for putting Wa there instead. Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't I, want to take anybody else out. Maybe Eakin. Maybe I think that's what happened when Noshik was scratched, which he yeah, was. Yeah, you're right. That's when Wa yep. was in the PK. That's what it was. Yeah. Because I I can imagine if if Stone makes a pass to Wa and it was in that same situation as Eakin, Wa might have scored there. Yeah, because Wa has been. He's got he's got good hands. So you want to talk about the fourth line because. In in the Washington game, as we're the next one, I thought the fourth line was one of the best lines we had. Yeah, they were they were the only line that was really every time constantly they were, active. Yeah, every time they were on the ice, they were in the offensive zone. Yep, I and, think. And it's like that team just doesn't. They they play so much different than a lot of the teams that Vegas was used to playing right now. Yeah, let's talk about this Washington game real quick because this the Washington right now is the number 1 team in the league. And and that loss technically at, at most of that game was way closer than the score shows. Yes, exactly. We let in two early goals which was just mistakes by the skaters. Yep. Uh the first goal was the well, not mistakes by the skaters. So it was just really good play by Washington. Cuz that was, was a breakaway. It was, it was Ovi and then Wilson, no, right? Ovi didn't score. Or no, it wasn't Ovi. It was uh Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov and yeah. then Wilson. Yeah, it was Kuznetsov. The Kuznetsov goal was just... I, you can't do anything about that. That was a great feed by Oshi. I think it was Oshi that, that fed Kuznetsov on the breakaway. Yep. And it was just a per, that was just a perfect play by them. I mean, you can't really get mad at that. They're just a really good team. That was a really season. good... Yeah, that was just a perfect play to play. And the next one was the Wilson goal, yep. which you could have... That was a turnover. That was on the skaters. Yeah. Yeah. So and and what's interesting is that uh, apparently Reeves and, and Wilson don't hate each other. No, I think they have a mutual respect for each other, and Reeves and Kane hate each other. Yeah, but like, that's the difference. But like, and Reeves pretty much didn't he say that in an interview before yeah. or after that game where he's like, yeah, I I don't like or I, I don't hate Wilson. I, I actually would like to go and have like dinner oh, with him yeah, someday exactly, or something yeah. like that. Meanwhile, if you asked him that about Kane, he'd be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but, I think most people would say that about Kane. We'll, and yeah, we'll, we'll he, get into that. We'll later. get to Kane a little bit more. Oh yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so, something happened. But, but but yeah, and and Oshi that that hit on McNabb. That was the other big highlight I saw where where he yeah, pulled McNabb down. That wasn't by even a hit. No, that was that was just he pulled him down by his jersey and hit the back of his head on the glass. Like yeah, well, if he, a lot of uh, Caps fan actually pointed out that McNabb had a dirty hit on. Oshi last the the last time they played. Oh, so they they it were was retribution like, or whatever. Well, retribution. Still, I mean that was that was just kind of a dirty play. So, though. what do you guys think about the Capitals? Though, how do you guys feel about the Capitals? I've always liked the Capitals. I grew up watching them with my dad, yeah. so I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the Capitals yeah. until Vegas got our own team. So. Yeah, and, and I'm not I'm not a huge Caps fan, and it was a real big letdown to lose. But you know, it was actually like okay, cool. Ovi gets to to you know get his Stanley Cup. Yeah. But, you know, I, I actually think they're legitimately the Eastern Conference rivals for Vegas at this yeah, point. Yeah, see, that's why I brought it up, because a lot of people think that, because we lost to them in the in the Cup Finals. I personally have no really strong feelings for them. It's just the, the way they play against each other. It, it's yeah, like every game is a playoff game. I, I see that for with the team, team-wise, because I think they still have that chip on their shoulder that they lost to them in the Finals. Yep. But if you look at this team, there's not a lot of them that was there of course you have the top line you have the fl- you have flurry you have most of the defensive core yeah second line wasn't there though yeah the, se- the second line wasn't there cody glass wasn't there uh wa you have you, know, you have Holden more people there you have more people that weren't on that that you know inaugural season roster at this point than you do that yeah were, exactly yeah. against the caps at least exactly um, yeah, because so, I mean, basically, you have the first line. You have Eakin and, and Noshik, if you consider those yeah. the, the second, and then Carrier and Reeves. Yeah, was Peary in the in the? I no. think it was no, he was in the AHL. No, Peary only got called up in um, season two, yeah. so last year. Yeah, he was on the AHL still. So yeah, Peary, you you can't even count Peary. He can go back there. Yeah, he you... can stay there for all I'm concerned. <laughs> Hashtag replace Peary. <laughs> we'll get into that yeah. a little bit too. Are, are you okay? Let's go. Let's go to the Detroit game, which was the most disappointing. Pointing loss, that in my was, opinion. That was one of the worst losses I think Vegas has ever had. I felt defeated watching that game. <laughs> I, yeah, it's... it's, And after that loss, I myself, too, was a little ticked off. Maybe overreacted a little bit. But that's... Because me and Eric... Uh, what was it? What's his name? Eric Simmons, right? Simonis. Simonis, yeah. He's going to uh, call you out for that one. Yeah, probably, <laughs> but whatever. What's their call? Uh, we start had, calling him Simmons now. Yeah, because we had we had a big, after the game, we had a big debate on whether the Golden Knights is good or, or great. Because he said the team is still great. What do you guys think of that? I wouldn't say they're great. Yes. I mean, you, you know you know what my feelings are, and, and I said it in, in a very particular way when we have, when we, so, so Eric, Dave, Carlo, and I have a group chat on, you know, just text messages, yeah. and, and we chat about hockey all the time, and just random bullshit, but mostly yeah. hockey. Um, so, so I was talking with Carlo on there, and basically, I don't think that they're a great team right now. I think that they have the parts to become or be a great yeah. team, and they have like 90 to 100% of the parts somewhere in between there. They might need to make a trade to really be a great team, but they are not a great team right now. What do you What do you think, Summer? I agree with what Andrew's saying, and honestly, that them being placed last in the entire league makes it really hard and frustrating that we just lost to them and gave up. Yeah, to be like fair, that. they also be beat fair. Boston. Be just to be fair, they just also <laughs> beat uh, Detroit. Also beat Boston a few a couple of days ago. 
So I and it was back to back. I think a lot of people are underestimating Detroit and think that it's going to be an easy win for them. Yeah, and that's why other them. teams, the good teams, are losing. Well, they've so, also made a trade that that was the guy who scored two Fabry. of the goals. Yeah, Fabry yeah. scored two of those goals against uh, Boston. Yeah. So apparently that trade is working out for them. But also, I mean, Detroit. They might not have a lot of good players, but their first line is really good. Yeah, they have one of the best first lines in the league, but the rest of their team is not. Because like, first line is what, Mantha and then Larkin and uh, who's the third guy? I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, but I know I know it's Mantha, Larkin, and somebody else, right? Yeah, but uh, speaking of, back to the Golden Knights being good or good, because my, my opinion on that is I think they're good right now. Because there are two... But not great. They're not great, no. But there are two ways of looking at this team, in which I think Eric is looking at the way at this team and looking at, he's saying it's great because if you look at it as a whole, as a potential, it's great. It's it, a great it, team. It, well, yeah, and that's basically what we, yeah. we said and, too. And but. then it, it, I think people are looking at it, it's too early to tell for that or whatever. But right now, I cannot look at this team and say they are great. Because great teams do not lose leads in the third period. Consistently. Great, consistently. Great teams like don't go in droughts like the great teams don't lose to the last place. Well, Boston did too, but you know, <laughs> and you Boston know is one of the best teams yeah. in the NHL. It's yeah. just frustrating because we have so much talent on this team exactly. and it seems like we can't do anything with it. I'd like rather we can't find the right yeah, combination. And, yeah. and the thing is we're, we're clearly we're in a slump, but I'd rather have that slump happen now than closer exactly. to the Exactly. That's 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 a, that's that's another thing to be a little bit more optimistic. It is still early, you know. You know, and one one side note about Detroit that has nothing to do with like the actual play of the game, but it was something that I saw that I respected a lot was when Nick Waugh got a slap shot against his skate and the blade came off. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it was a funny sequence. But the really respectful thing is that Dylan Larkin came over and helped him to the bench. Yeah, that's, that was I like Larkin. Larkin's a cool and, dude, and it was just cool because it, everybody knew like there was nothing malicious about that. It was just his yeah, his skate just, blade fell off. And, and, and what's uh, when that happened and I saw Wa on the ground and he was getting helped off, I was scared because I thought he got hurt really bad. And then watching the replay, his skate, he, I just I saw what ha- actually happened. Well, I'm I could like, tell as soon as oh, like Larkin dude. was smiling with him and yeah. they were both kind of laughing. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? And then and then like somebody pointed out, yeah. they're like, oh, his skate, it, it hit his skate blade so hard that his blade came out. Yeah. And I'm like, that's pretty cool though that Larkin helped him to the bench. And the biggest thing is there's actually some like. There, there's kind of a friendly nature between these teams. I mean, Gerard Gallant was on the Red Wings. Yeah. Um, and he, I believe he was, uh, like, an alternate captain at one point of yeah. the Red Wings. And then yeah. on top of that, if you look at um, Anthony Mantha, I believe centered Stone and Marchie in the World Championship. Yeah. And, and got them to second or silver second, medal. Yeah, silver medal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good blood between those two teams. And they're not in the same conference. So I think they just have kind of like, oh, hey, like, we're cool. Like there's nothing there's nothing we're not cool about so we're just cool. Yeah, they were just out there playing hockey, I think. Yeah, and and they they did they the the Red Wings had a really good game. Uh, we lost it three seconds left, which yeah. was a really I can't even. Put it was that scoreless till the third period, right? Let, yeah, no, no. Or was it the we, end no, of the... We scored we scored one in the first, and then they scored. Because it was it was tied going to the third. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. it was tied, and then in the second we scored another, and, and then they scored, another. and then they scored in the third, and then they scored again yeah. with thirty seconds. Yeah, it was left. thirty seconds left, and that was a and and here's the thing. Like in the Leafs game, I thought Subban was great, right? Yep. On this game, Subban should have been better. Soft goals. Two, all the two goals, like 
You can't put it all on Sue. That Sinbad. goal that they scored in the last 30 seconds, I felt like he should have been able to save. It, yeah, but I can't put that all on Subban because that was a... That was a... a, Nick, a um, yeah, that was a breakout. Uh, I mean, yeah, a, a breakaway opportunity. And that's really a 50-50, yeah. to yeah. be honest And I'm not you. a Subban hater. I love Subi, so... But the first don't goal... misunderstand. But the first goal, <laughs> I thought, was a little bit too soft. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the power play goal, which kind of ruins our... Per- penalty kill percentage or that, uh, that goal and, in the third too and then the goal in the second goal uh which he should have saved that one yeah that was a really i think it, he got tricked because uh i forgot who scored but he was falling down yeah he, he was falling down they were about to be on, on on a power play and then the guy just basically whipped it at the net yeah and suban wasn't paying attention yeah at that point that was one of those suban mental laps yeah um uh, but they, gold, the Golden Knights should have scored more. This is the team. Detroit was last in the league in goals allowed. And you only scored two. Their penalty kill is one of the worst, too. Yeah, yet. and we didn't get any. No. No, we got one, right? Uh, we got, yeah, we got one. Yeah, Pacioretty's was power play, right? Yep. Well, yeah. especially after the last few games that they played on this road trip, you think that they would be more inclined to go in there and get a win for yeah. not only Subban, but for, you know, yeah. us fans no, back here at home. They didn't get better on this road trip. They got consistently worse. Yeah. Like, the the, the longer the road trip went on, the worse they were. Yeah. Here's the craziest stat that not a lot of people pointed out. Mark Stone had zero points in that road trip. Yeah, Mark Stone is not doing well this past week. Um, yeah, Mark, like he he had his good plays. I'm not saying it's his fault that we lost those games, but I'm saying that he is supposed to be a leader, our best player. He like when times are tough, when we're because a lot of, like the 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 Leafs game and his, and the Detroit game, it's really close games. I expected Mark Stone come out of nowhere and make his superstar play to win that game. No, it's but he like, wasn't there. He, he he the lights are on and nobody was home all all week. Exactly. He's it, supposed to be our superstar. You know what I mean? And I expected that from Mark Stone. And where are you, bud? We need you. Yeah, you know and, what I mean? And hopefully he's he's reflecting on what happened here and then he comes back with guns a blazing for the next games. Yeah. And and like I said, it's not all his fault. For example, that shorthanded goal that he, like that was that was a Mark Stone play. Eakin couldn't finish it. Because, oh yeah, if that were Riley because, Smith, because that was a Mark Stone play and that was an Eakin play. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's uh, like we're really critical on this team because we care. And and when I see them struggling. I want them to do better. Yeah, I, I want them to you fix know? the mis- uh, fix it and make yeah. make the team better. A lot, a lot of people when you make criticisms on your favorite teams, they look at you as like you're not a real fan. You don't love this team enough. You're fickle. You're fickle. No, because I want them to do better. Because I expect them to be better. You know, I want them to win. I'm rooting for them to win to sound the cup. Well, yeah, and and if you think about not it, not for me, but also for them and for the city. And and it's and like, for the city. And yeah. it's like one of those things where. We all, like, regardless of how many games you go to or how much Vegas shit you buy, yeah. you invest money into this exactly, team. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so you want to feel like you're getting something back for all the money that, like, yeah. I mean, I spend a stupid amount of money on Golden Knights stuff. Like, yeah. obviously, we're, we're, we're literally <laughs> sitting in, in the loft at, at my house right now, and I have all the bobbleheads from preseason. There's a signed Hala mini helmet. There's the Western Conference banner that has a bunch of signatures on it. I'm wearing flurry socks. Yeah, and I, I'm actually... I got Frankie Flamingo here with me. Yeah, I'm actually not wearing anything Golden Knights today. Oh, how dare you? 
go change right now. I don't. I, I mean, this is like the first time I think I've not been wearing something Golden Knights related in, in like probably a month. But yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where you just you, you love the team so much that you want to be critical so that you, you're just like you want them to do better stuff so that they're not losing. I'm, I mean, I get it. There are fans that will cheer on the team no matter what. I'm not telling you guys how to be a fan or how I should be a fan. There are different types of fans, you know, but but this well, is what you do when it's not fair weather. So yeah. you're not if you're not a fair weather fan, you're critiquing the team so that hopefully yeah. they get better. And that's what makes sports fun too. You know, it's like it's people do it with football, baseball. Yeah, exactly. Every, every sport has its people that want to you know discuss and talk about yeah. what's going on. It's sports you have soft, your fantasy yeah. games and whatnot and. Every team has their fickle fans as well. It's yeah. not just the new team. Well, yeah, I mean, and if you if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to us. Yeah, would you <laughs> would you rather people criticize uh, fans that criticize a team when doing bad, or fans that just stop caring when they're doing bad? Well, when I'm doing something wrong at my job, I want somebody to call me out and say I'm exactly. doing something wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like so, I I want to be I want to be able to talk about this and have like a you know a casual a debate discussion. and and yeah, you know I I enjoy talking about it mostly because I also enjoy trying to outline and see where they could be making moves on trades and stuff like that because I love the whole GM aspect. That's of that's this. What, that's what that's why they, that's the only mo- that's why this it's the only mode I play on NHL twenty because I love the whole GM. Thing, the the moves the roster like getting into the cap and it's and, fun and, like and, I, and I roster find that development yeah. and and prospects and stuff keep that's why I keep keep a track that's why I watch Wolves games too so I know how the future will look and stuff that's I love that part of the game you know yeah yeah so so anyways you'll you'll keep you'll continue to hear us critique things throughout the season um, but it's not a bad thing it's not like we're saying oh my god this team sucks we hate them yeah it's that it's like the team is not doing well right now and we want them to do better yeah exactly um but speaking of all that getting all that negativity away though who do you think played really well in this road trip though uh riley smith obviously oh riley Um, smith and and, and patrick and carlson has been just like always consistent even if he's not producing yeah well Um, he's producing an assist yeah and goals and mostly to riley smith Marchie finally got another goal, so yeah. that was nice. That but, was a really nice goal too. That was a beautiful pass. Oh yeah, Smith. and it was just a it was a n- perfect finish there. Another an- Subban played really well this road trip too. He well, didn't yeah, have the, the he has its ups and downs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Detroit, he could have done better. He could have done better. Toronto, he should have won. That should have been a win one, yeah. for him. It's and another player that I want to uh, point out that I thought played really well was Nick Hague. Uh, he, what I noticed in Nick Hague, I think I already pointed out before that he is focusing on his, the defensive aspect, uh, of his game right now, especially right now when he's paired with Shea Theodore yep. and he, he lets Shea Theodore go forward a lot. There was that one play where I think it was against the, uh, the, the Blue Jackets where he got left, the, the Knights turned the puck over and he got left. Two on one, and it was just oh, him. this play, yeah, against Pierre Luc Dubois. Yeah, it was against Dubois, and who's he, a really good player. He, yeah, he played the two on one perfectly, and you expect a rookie to kind of panic in that situation. He looked more him. confident than anybody else on the team at yeah, that moment. Like that moment, I, because I, I saw who it was, and I got worried. Yeah, I think we were up two one at that point. Yep. and that goal would have because it was in the third. Him, yeah, it was in the third. And then I'm like, oh, we're going to blow this lead again. 
And then Nick Hague played it perfectly, and I was just like, wow. And, and only Nick Hague could have played it like that. Yeah. Because he, so basically, if you didn't see that game, what he did is he basically laid his stick down so that he, he basically closed off a passing lane because his stick is like seven yeah. feet long. And then, <laughs> and then he grabbed his stick, went around the other side of the guy, and poke checked it away. And only Nick Hague could do that because his stick is seven feet yeah. long. And the thing, the thing about Nick Hague, too, is that he is not the fastest skater. Everybody knows that. He he out he will never be the fastest skater in in the ice because but, of his size. It's harder it's harder for bigger people to skate faster. But I'm starting that's to see physics. his hockey IQ for yeah, sure. That's physics. But the thing about Nick Hag is the reason why he doesn't get really turned around a lot is because he, he has a bigger area to go around on because of his reach. Like if you're small and you're slow, it's easy for people to go around you because you're there's a smaller area. For you to go around with Nick Hague, he's, he's just a huge dude. He's a huge dude, so he can just when you try to go around him, he can use his stick to stop you. Well, yeah, you and and, and use your body to your advantage. Him. I mean, yeah. look at look at what Zidane Chara, Chara has yeah, played. that he's played that same kind of game because he's like twelve feet tall. Yeah, exactly. That guy's listed as six six five on NHL. Really? There's no way he he's is taller than Hague. I think he's six seven. I think he's like six seven, six eight. Yeah. Uh, that he's like definitely one of the tallest yeah. people in like, hockey. During the Boston game, that was the first time I've watched a lot of Nick K games, especially on the AHL. That was the first time I saw someone taller than Nick Hague. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I I think Nick Hague is like he's gonna get his offensive uh because his mo he has really high offensive upside too. Yeah, but I think it's gonna come eventually. Oh yeah, I've seen him finish goals. Um, yeah. like and man, he has good hands. Yeah, and and uh, that's another thing we need from the Golden Knights is uh, production from the from the defense. Yeah, and Theodore has had too much of a a, a hassle. Slope, yeah. Well, and also Theodore has had to be def- more defensively responsible because of who he was paired with like yeah. throughout the season and and the fact that the pairings keep changing. Yeah. So I think that's why we haven't seen as much production out of him. Yeah, because it was the same as Miller. Uh, last year, where when Schmidt, Schmidt was out, the uh, Miller was had to be that number one defenseman who had to shut down players. Yeah, that's the same that happened with Theodore this year, where he he had to focus more defensively because he's he's matched up against the team other team's best players, so he had to play shut down instead of going forward. Yeah, and that that should change now that Schmidt is back and and he, they're playing a little bit more sheltered minutes, if you if you, you want to say it like that. Yeah, where, yeah. I, so. Every time I watch Theodore play, I, I imagine in in another life he could have been a forward. Yeah, like, oh, he's between hands, his hands and his speed. There, the the there was another play that I think it got broken up at the last minute. I think it was against what? No, it was against Detroit where he just dangled through two players. Oh yeah, and and he, and he does it like. Oh, he can do that all day. Like yeah. it, it just looks like he's like, hey, I'm, I'm just gonna mess with you for, and he'll like do it for like more deking than he probably needs to do. Yeah, it, his his play is super flashy. Like, I, love, I, I like, yeah, he, that, that's a good way to describe it. It's very flashy. I also noticed there's something unique about his skating style when he first starts getting to go. Yeah, and I don't know what it, what it is. I, I can only describe it as he hops a lot. Yeah. Like when he's first taking off, he's got this certain skating style where if you watch it, you'll be like, oh, that, like even if you didn't see any numbers on the dude, you'd be like, that's Theodore. That's that's a uh, that's a really good point to bring out because I just recently saw this video of comparing the skating styles of McDavid and Crosby. Oh, I that, no, I haven't. But now it's, I got to go watch it. Yeah, I'll, I'll maybe send you a link. I'll maybe tweet the link later. But it's really cool the way they showed it because 
did it, it was on Sportsnet, and they were. Uh, it was when they were playing against each other. Uh, it was like one of the intermission kind of things. Yeah. And you can see that McDavid, the way he skates, he's more of a. The way they describe it is a Ferrari. Yeah. Where he's very efficient and quick, and his his strides are really short but very efficient. Yep. While Crosby is more of a Mustang. Yeah. It's 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 more muscle and and power. Yeah, and just outright like athleticism yeah. at that point. Yeah, it, it it's it's really cool to compare because they broke it down because because Crosby's stance is wider and yep. and and McDavid is taller and he's, uh, I, he's if you watch McDavid skate he's straight up instead of you know instead of leaning forward leaning forward he's straight up and I, he's just so effortless. I love watching him skate uh, mostly because I love watching him when he ends up get, making him his own breakaway because he's that fast. <laughs> he, pass, he passes, he passes to himself. himself. He oh passes behind God. defensemen and then outskates them to grab the puck again and then he's got wide open nets. That's like his whole thing is he is so much better than like everybody else that he literally can skate circles around people like literally. He's so good it's tough. Like I want the Golden Knights to trade everybody just for mcdavid well i mean that's a bad idea no he can't look at the oilers this season like like yeah you got neil and dry but mcdavid could basically score by if yeah by himself he could have like a a one-on-three and still find a way to score yeah now anyways anyways let's move on um, so look ahead then so next next this this coming week um we got we're back at home kind of and then we we go to la which isn't really that far away but yeah yeah, we we start off in chicago away from home yeah we start in chicago then we go to la uh chicago on wednesday la on saturday and then calgary on sunday so let's talk about chicago for a second um vegas still hasn't lost to chicago even though they probably should have the other day yeah uh and chicago is been on a good streak right now they just beat toronto the other day. Yeah, after Toronto beat Vegas. Uh, yeah. Um, Chicago, like, you, you can't you can't overlook any team in the NHL. That's no. It, Everybody it, knows that. It, it's all about the timing of when they're first. Like, these teams that aren't as good, like, they don't have depth. Yeah. It, if they time their first line being on the ice at the right time, they can still score. And, and it's not just that. It's just these teams have nothing to lose. Yeah. It's kind of like how the Golden Knights were in the first season. Yeah. Where they played much, you know, hungry. Like... You're just out there to play hockey. Yeah, you don't know? overthink there's it. There's no when, pressure. No, there's no pressure. Yeah. You just want to go score some goals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we we just recently saw Chicago yep. um, last week, right? Last week? Uh, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Okay. Maybe but, two weeks? Yeah, it was like two oh, okay. weeks ago now. But, but and And what was it? it they... It was it, it was, was a goalie to... battle because of yeah. Robin Leonard was. Oh yeah, that's right. It was so good, and it was. I think we won that in shootout. Yes, and that yeah. was that was because you know, again there was actually Vegas should have no, lost no, that no, game. No, no. no it, it we won that. Overtime. We won that game. It wasn't. Was it over? It, it wasn't overtime. You know why? I know. I think it was a shootout. Oh, it was a shootout. You're right. And the only reason I know, oh it was Theodore that got that shootout win. Oh yeah, um, that's right. With, with his traditional or typical move. Yeah, it's, the, it's, the fake his out to his go to move. The fake out deke and then shoot <laughs> to the shoot over the right shoulder or whatever. Um, but the, the reason that stood out to me is because that was the game that Vegas was down the entire game one yeah. zero until like the last like minute and a half when they pulled flurry, um, for a, a sixth man on the ice oh, and then yeah. Nick Holden like had that shot from stone's pass. And then we were horrible into overtime, but flurry stood in his head. Yeah. I remember. Yep. And then shootout win <laughs> still horrible in overtime. Nothing has changed. Yep. <laughs> no, that was just Flurry playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, insane. Was, yeah, that was, I so remember that. I expect this game to be hopefully Vegas has had enough time. They've had two days to to just think about what they've done. 
together. You, you sit in your room and you know, think about what you did. <laughs> they're in timeout right now. Yeah, they're they're definitely in 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 timeout and oh. not and not the kind that you take during a game. Yeah. Yes. So so yeah, I, I expect them to probably have a pretty explosive game. Ah, we've been saying that, but they have not scored over three goals in how They long have now? to have one. Like, if, if they don't, like, they're just digging themselves more of a psychological hole the, the longer. Yeah, the last goes. time they scored three or more goals was Winnipeg, and they lost that game. Oh, we were at that one. Yeah. That was that was another really shitty night, and that yeah. was followed by the fact that they did the same thing against Montreal. Yeah. They also scored more than three goals in that game and lost. So, yeah, I think they need to score more goals. This is like the curse of Game 7, just like coming up all season so far. Yeah, it's... it's 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 We can't hold leads. Uh, in unless, the third. Unless it's against the Sharks. So Except for in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so, yeah, I expect a little bit better performance. And especially that after that road trip, they should come out angry they should they should be mad at themselves not yeah. and and they really they they need they need that edge they, they I, need to be pissed i need mark stone to get a point yeah at least a point come on marky what you're 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 not on pace for 100 points now what are you doing yeah what happened go get yeah. like four points in a game now all right next game rivalry game yeah la la uh, we normally play really good against la uh, it, it's 50 50 sometimes la just like no like now, lately, we have been playing really well against LA. Yeah, teams. and and you know it's it's also going to depend on how that team shows up that day. And they're not a very good team, aren't they? Actually, last now. Yes, I think so. I, either, I think I think they're Detroit, battling Detroit for last place, basically. Yeah. No, but obviously that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. Considering no. how that's true. No, and LA beat Detroit. like a pretty good team the other night. I can't remember who it was, but I I ah. saw the I saw the standing or the scores. On I feel like one night. LA always gives us a pretty good run for our money, and then we just come back in the third and, and kind just of win. destroy them. Um, the LA has a well, no. You were wrong. They have the last win they got was Chicago. Oh, I thought they had a, a win against somebody. No. Um, um, yeah, Chicago was their last win. Huh. Well, they're going to be hungry for a win, especially against the Knights. So yeah, they, well, they also they have what like prepared. what are they? Minnesota and Detroit at home. Yeah, for so the one of, at least one of those should be a win for them. Yeah, those those are those are bottom feeder games. But no, so the last one they got was Chicago, and the win before that was Winnipeg two weeks prior. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Kings are not very good. Yeah, but we got to stop being the one team that all these teams beat. Exactly. <laughs> technically, if you count overtimes as full-on losses, we're under 500 right we now. We are. We are technically 10 and 9. Like, we are the only team that's technically still a contender that is under the 500 mark. It hurts to say. You hate to see it. We were way lower than 500 um, this time last year, though. Yeah, that's Let's true. Let's be honest. Like yeah, last last season was way worse of a start. Still made the playoffs. We're we're having the second worst start in franchise history. So. <laughs> the, problem, the problem. The problem is also the second best start in franchise history. True. So. <laughs> true. It's it, you know glass half empty, glass half full. Yeah. Um. And you know what? Like, that's the thing is where this team is so new that. Our benchmark is probably the best season any sports team will ever have in their inaugural season. You know that stereotype that people say that Vegas fan, Vegas new fans, fans are, no Vegas fans are spoiled. That's true. Yeah, they are very spoiled. Yeah, but they can't say that we've never seen adversity at this point after losing in that game seven. That's true. Yeah. So it, at least we've seen some adversity. We, we lost in game seven. We lost in the Stanley Cup. 
We, there's we, there's we, a little adversity there. We, we have a lot of adversity for such a young team. Yes. But <laughs> but the fact that they've never missed the playoffs. That's true. That's knock on wood. That's the la- That's the that's the uh, the one thing we still haven't done yet. But yeah, so, watch, watch us miss the playoffs, but win the lottery and get laughed. It's all your fault, Carlo. <laughs> I'll blame you. Hey, if, they, <laughs> if, they win, if they miss the playoffs but win the lottery, I actually think that based on the cap space they I'm, have and the roster they dude, have, I'll take Lafreyere. Right? <laughs> no, I I would actually I would be willing to just do that because because look at look at all this cap hits that we have. Eakin, who's not performing, he, he's he won't, four million. He, he won't be here next. Exactly, season. Reeves. We don't know what's going to happen with him after yeah. this season. Um, you know, you you have Merrill and Holden that both UFA. So it's going to be a lot of new faces. But no, I don't want to think about Lafreyere because we are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Though, so yeah, for sure. But there's there's definitely um uh well. Actually, let's let's move up this roster update for uh, after we talk about Calgary because I actually want to before okay, I forget okay, about okay, it, okay, I want to talk yeah. about that. All right, let's talk. Calgary is the seven. This is the premiere, the Valiant premiere. Yes. So so it starts I, at one thirty. Uh, or the doors open at one thirty. How long is the movie? I, I'm assuming it. The doors open at one thirty. The movie probably starts at two, and it's probably an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. Okay. Probably an hour and a I half. I actually have to work this day, and the Eagles play the Patriots. So I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching it with my buddy who's a Patriots fan. Wait, are you so. are you working at T-Mobile that day? No. Oh. I'm not. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm working this day, and it's, uh, so I'm probably gonna miss the game, unfortunately. Well, you can pre-order so. the Valiant documentary on Amazon Prime for like eight bucks. Uh, if you I, don't yeah, same on it. iTunes. I already did that. Well, then there you go. But yeah, you, you still have to wait another. But two I weeks. wanted to watch it. Yeah. Then. Yeah, know? but do you really want to like have to bring a box of tissues? Because I'm probably gonna bring a box of tissues. Everybody's Wait, gonna, gonna be Gross. ugly crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. That it, like. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> no, I, I I read I read an excerpt where they like talk about how like one of the shooting victims from one October oh, like God. like was visited by the team and that's like what got them through thing. it. So yeah, nope. the, the whole the whole. It, it's gonna be a very emotional day. For I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm definitely gonna cry. They like, better win that game after that movie airs. Right? You know? Right? Calgary is a good team, too. Yeah. So, I can't... It's not... That's but if not that doesn't get them game. hyped up for a game, then I don't yeah, know what exactly. does. Yeah, exactly. And they need... They need to use that as fuel. Remind them what made them misfits. Yes. Apparently, uh, the, the city together. Yeah. I do love that on IMDb. If you look up this documentary, um, Ken Bulky is one of the first names in it. <laughs> it's I think That's it's before funny. Bill Foley's yeah, name. Yeah, it's funny. Um, so yeah, no, shout out to Ken for being super famous. Apparently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a great a great documentary. I've been excited for this since I heard it was announced back I, in like, April. I still want like a a, a real block, movie, like a blockbuster movie. Yeah, like the or, miracle still. Yeah, yeah, like, kind of like that instead of a if documentary. They, if they won the Golden Misfits, and then they could have it like play along yeah. with the Mighty Ducks. If they if they <laughs> won the Stanley Cup that season, they would have gotten a movie like yeah, that. That's true. May, they still might. Maybe we'll we'll do this a different time because we're running out of time. Like what actors play like a oh that that'd be we'll good. That that'd be a really yeah. good one. Yeah. But All right. Let's move so on. yeah. so anyways, that Calgary's on the the Sunday game with the Valiant premiere. So let's uh, do the rookie updates. So yeah, let's talk about um. Okay. The, it's not really an update. Yeah, so so basically, just want to talk about this because the rookies keep getting sent back up and down from I the saw AHL. They sent glass down today. Yeah, yeah. So is that just for a cap space? It is. Yes. Thing? It, like it's, it's not going to be sent down. They're still for traveling a while. with the team. They're traveling That's, home. That that is most likely okay. what it is. Uh, and another reason is they don't have practice. Yep. Today, 
if they want to practice, they have to be called up into yes. the team. But they're all waiver exempt, so they can be yeah. called up and down as many times as they need to this season. I don't know why. I don't know why Glass wasn't included last time this happened. I, I think, think it was just, practices or something. I think they just looked at the paper and they didn't realize he was exempt, and they just looked at it again. It's like, oh, Glass. This we have two Cody's. I thought the other Cody was okay. I wish you were exempt right now. Yeah, so, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, so yeah, what this is not to worry about it. So so well, Sinbin did a really good article on this actually yeah. on, on how this affects the overall cap toward the end of the year. So what this does is it every every time that you do this, it's just a little percentage of the daily cap hit. Mm-hmm. And so when you add that it up, up, yeah, it builds up over the course of the year. And so right now, cap friendly shows that at the deadline, if they keep making all these moves back and forth. They should have room to afford about a nine million dollar player for yeah. for a rental. Yeah. So it's that's Petrangelo <coughs> money right there. Taylor Hall. <coughs> Petrangelo. Oh, Taylor Hall. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're making. Imagine that top nine with Taylor oh Hall. Oh my god, the third line with like a I don't even know where they'd put Taylor. Yeah, Hall I don't him. know. But they could put him with Cody Glass. Yes. And Tuck. Oh my god. Uh, anyways, that's that's. Neither, I don't think we're gonna get Taylor Hall. Cause you never know. Because uh, that's gonna cost a lot, and he's and, and that's gonna cost too many picks. That and he's gonna ask for like because I know McPhee doesn't like Reynolds. No, they'd want to sign somebody. Taylor Hall is gonna cost about eleven, yeah, ten, eleven million. What about Petrangelo? Not that much because he. I'd uh, say nine. Nine, yeah, nine. And they nine, could actually eight. do nine with Eakin and Reeves leaving. Yeah, um, nine or eight, I think, for Petrangelo next season. And but, that would, I mean, he helped win that Stanley Cup. Yeah, he was and, captain. And we need defense. And, and and McPhee loves trading for captains. Yeah, he really does, well, doesn't he? No, just one. That happened once. Pacioretty. Pacioretty. <laughs> That's it. Stone wasn't captain, no, was he? No, he was alternate. A lot of uh, Ottawa was... fans wanted him to be captain, but he wasn't ever captain. No, he wanted to yeah. go to a winning team instead. Yeah, exactly. Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways, just wanted to bring that up because... Uh, yeah, if you want more details, just go to Sinbin's. Yeah, go to Sinbin's story. It was really, really well written, really well yeah. done. It makes it a lot easier for anybody that's not super into the whole like, yeah, the... collective bargaining agreement to yeah. understand how this all yeah, works. Yeah, don't read well, the collective me, bargaining. So yeah, yeah so it was a, a really simple way to understand all the math that goes into it. It's so, like, so... It's like having a piggy bank and just putting coins in there until there. until the trade deadline. You just crack it and use yeah, all that. Yeah, exactly. Money. That's a well, perfect I'm analogy. I really like watching Glass play, and I think that he has such great potential. And he's going to be a really good player all, later all the, on. Yeah, all know? those so, all those three players, I think. Hey, Glass and yeah. Wah. Well, yeah. Glass has seven points, and he's played all nineteen games, so he's mm-hmm. doing really well. And I just he hasn't had he hasn't that cute little boy. I love watching him. <laughs> Dude, he's so awkward. He's the best. He's the best. He's like so like if you watch all his like since the the Winter Hawk stuff, like all their social media stuff. He's just so awkward, and it's like he's relatable. I, I, I feel like he like I can relate I, to yeah, his exactly. awkwardness. Well, yeah, so yeah, exactly. so because I'm really awkward, so I can relate to him. Same. Like, so quick, <laughs> quick side story for like ten seconds. We we one of our our friends um was hanging out at Red Rock and saw Cody Glass at Red Rock. Oh yeah, and he's just literally walking around. He's not old enough to drink yet. Yeah, so, but he but he's walking around Red Rock because he's probably staying there or yeah. somewhere near there, just eating Ben and Jerry's, just <laughs> wandering around. <laughs> Walking through the casino with an ice cream cone, I just picture like Cody Glass, and he's a big dude. He's like what? Yeah, six four? two. Six, six two. two. Okay, yeah. but he's got baby face. But a baby yeah, he's a baby face, face. So like just walking through the casino, licking his ice cream cone. And, was like, he with Krebs? Because I can imagine. I think he, he was, was by himself. Oh, okay, because I can imagine him and Krebs just like, go there and like eat ice cream. Yeah, like you won't get ice cream. We can't do anything <laughs> in else. Their penguin in costumes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, 
So anyways, uh, t- tell me about how the Wolves did this past week. Uh, the biggest story of the Wolves that happened to the Wolves is Garrett Sparks broke the Wolves' shutout record. He had two shutouts in a row, and then they, and then they, they didn't allow another goal to like the second period of that so would, game. Would you consider Sparks their primary goalie at this point, then? For the Wolves? Yeah, for the Wolves. Yes. He's been playing better than Dansk. Well, yeah, uh, he has. Yeah. Uh, he, Sparks was... Uh, Allowed zero goals in 191 minutes and 14 seconds. And 115 shots. So that was over three games. Yes, over three games. So that's three games and then the first 10 minutes or so of the so it was, game. Yeah, so, or did uh, they count the end of a game? The, the end of the game and then two shutouts in a row and then the fourth game. And parts of the fourth game. And like most of the fourth game or whatever. Yeah, because he didn't allow a goal until like the se- late se- late in the second and then uh he allowed three uh two more after that so that was well, two one more because they had two inter- empty netters if i if i recall correctly because the score was four one but elvin is, uh here's the th- the craziest thing about elvin is the he had he had only two games where he didn't score a point in those two games the wolves were shut out hmm yeah, he leads the AHL right now, tied for the lead in the AHL right now as a rookie. This kid is good. And it's it's not fluke goals, too. So he's the real deal, basically. It's not yeah. like a Peary situation? No, not a Peary situation. Because <laughs> if you watch him play, he drives the offense. He finds open plays. Oh, he puts the puck in deep. He, he chases he, the puck. Yeah, he puts up... Puts the pucks in deep. He he wins board battles. He he <laughs> <laughs> all, all the different all the different hockey terminology yeah. that, that you hear the coaches Puts say. Pucks they want. on net. Yeah, <laughs> pucks on net. Pucks in deep. Like yeah, yeah he does all those. He things. does all that. Yeah, it, it's really hard to like. Uh, you, you can you can pay. I think it's like seven bucks for one game. If you want, watch Alvinis play, and you'll be so impressed. He's he's really good. Isn't the whole season for the Wolves like fifty bucks? Uh yeah yes or six, no, 60, it was it 60 was sixty bucks. I, it's, it's 60 probably lower also. now it's lower now because uh, every the season yeah every yeah. ten games they lower it by like a few bucks yeah yeah but it, I I recommend you if you guys are want to get into prospects want to know more about the or just want to see more hockey when there's not exactly hockey. yeah because I normally watch the Wolves when the Golden Knights are not playing yep and uh and it's it's vod so even if the knights are playing you can watch the wolves after yeah like yesterday they yeah. overlapped for an hour or so yeah exactly um go go check it out uh you can watch skates dance they're they're scary mascot um yeah <laughs> you mean the one that jesse freaks out on every time you yes, send him yes yes i i would no no that's not a that was just a fan with the oh. wolf mask skates is even more sh- uh scary i don't know if you've seen yeah skates. I, we saw it yesterday um, yeah when i we were personally watching. love him but also yeah. my high school mascot was a wolf so once a wolf well always I, a wolf. <laughs> I didn't say i didn't love him i said he was scary <laughs> can we talk about how you're the official graphic artist for the wolves at this point? <laughs> gift, gift creator. Yeah, so so the wolves are pretty much like they they must just wait for Carlo to post something and then just constantly they they are just the Carlo retweet machine during wolves games. Like, I, I have like four or five wolves gifts, I think, and then yeah. You know, you know, it'd be kind of cool. Maybe we can do like a remote podcast and like have the person from social media uh, uh, from I, the wolves. I want. I want. Let's. We, we should go to Chicago and watch a Wolves game. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down, and yeah. maybe we can time it where there's a, a Hawks game against Vegas. Not in the middle of 
Hunter. No, no. <laughs> uh, we, we missed opportunity though because they were just in Tucson a few weeks ago. Uh, so. well, maybe when they play that. the goals, um, we could go. Oh, well, they're not. They're not gonna play the goals unless they meet in the playoffs. Oh, because they're they, they, yeah, they're in different conferences. Yeah, they're different. Different. Yeah. Is there anybody else out here that they would be playing? Um, like in like Colorado. No, I don't think they play. They play Colorado in the first week too. I gotta look at the schedule. I can't. I don't know. Yeah, maybe school. we can do one though, and yeah. and then uh, then actually meet the social media person. <laughs> maybe that, that continuously is just quoting Carlos tweets all day. I don't know about that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, that's you can about get it. some free swag out of it. It's true. <laughs> I do want a wolf sweater though. It's, the the Greek the green and black like one. They one? just hell yeah. I really like that eh, one. I'm, I'm on the fence. I don't. I, I, don't. I also like the red one though. The red where, one's pretty sweet. Where does the green come from? Is it the wolf's eyes? Is that why they do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense then, because yeah. I just couldn't figure out. I'm like, why do you have green? I think that was their original okay. colors too. I think they just rebrand. I'm not sure. I don't know the Wolves' history. It's it, like it, they're not a two-year-old team like our team. <laughs> so. They're a really, really old team, yeah. actually. Well, they're not that old. They, well, uh, they started in the '90s, I think. but they're one of the only independent-owned. Yeah, NHL there's teams. like six of them. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, another prospect outside of the AHL is Jack Dugan. Yeah. Um, Jackie Hockey. So so 10 games, he's got 24 points, which is 5 goals and 19 assists. So just to compare this, last season he played 41 games. He had 39, um, 39 points, which was 10 goals and 29 assists in four times the number of games. He had less than double on everything. This is actually on pace to break uh, Korea's NCAA record. Really? Yeah. But I don't know if he's going to sustain this. But yeah, it is on pace. Doesn't Vegas... I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's on pace to break it, but it's really close. And and wasn't it you that was was saying if Vegas doesn't sign him after this? Uh, I didn't say that, but I think it was Jack Manning that said that. But it, it, it's not this. It's when he finishes college. If he stays four years in college, he, we will lose his rights. But could they ask? Or could they offer to re-sign him during that time? I don't know how we that can, works. We can, but he other teams can too. I see. Yeah, so we, we should give him a contract after this season. Yes, they yeah. that needs to happen. Because he is a sophomore, so he has two years left before we lose him. So do you see him as potentially being a very elite player at some point? I wouldn't say very elite because it's really hard to... Uh, well, yeah, look at look at Jimmy Schultz. He was yeah, supposed to be... Well, but, it's, it's a little different because Jimmy Schultz was older. 25. Yeah. 24? 24 when yeah, he... Dugan's normal that. age, right? Du- Dugan is a like a year... So Makar won Holtby Baker last season. Yep. He was he was 20. Yep. Dugan is doing this when he's 21. Gotcha. So it's not that far off, but it's also... But I, yeah, he, he has the potential to do that. He is gotcha. really good. Yeah, so yeah. I, I would love to see him in a Golden Knights uniform at some point. Then. Yes. Uh, he's going to battle for Elvinus for a spot next year, I think. Because him and Alvinus looks like... Who would you choose between the two of them? Uh, I do not. Or would I, you make a roster move to take both? I, like, I don't know. It's hard to... I would take Alvinus right now because, one, I've seen more of him play. And his level of competition is it's tougher. Because playing in the AHL is harder than playing in the NCAA. What, are, uh, what position is Dugan? I, I don't he's, follow NCAA. He's a winger. He is a... I think is he I left believe, or right? I believe he is a right-handed shot, and Elvinus is a left-handed shot. So they could play on a line, and they could imagine them on a line with Glass. You glass. could have a rookie line. Ooh. It, well, Glass won't be a rookie anymore. I know, but still, that would be like the, the it's going to be with line. Tuck, I think. Oh, I think. Be so I cool, think though. because I think Dugan can play both wings, and and uh, Elvinus can play all three wings because he played center in Sweden. Oh, yeah. Okay. And 
I think uh, Dugan and Alvinus is going to fight for that third left wing next year with that glass. And I think, in my personal opinion, it should be Stasny and Tuck in that third line with with one of these guys. And Glass will be at the second line center. With Pacioretty and Stone. Yes. That's my personal opinion. Or whoever left in Stone, yeah, exactly. depending on if they do yeah. what I want and switch those lines to see if it makes it work. Yeah. But, um, any, but yeah, anything so, else you want to touch on Dugan? No, I, I'm just really excited that there's some prospects that we have to look forward to. Yeah, um, and, like, that's, and we haven't even talked about Krebs because we haven't seen him skate since his injury. No, no, we'll, we'll pick back up on him probably next year. Yeah. Um, one, I hope he plays in junior world in the World Juniors. Though. Same. Like, yeah. So he should. They were saying like kind so, of a, a estimation for his recovery should have been by the end of this year, right? By late November, early December. That's what they said. So hopefully he'll be back on the ice within the next like six to eight weeks. Yeah, well, four weeks because we're, yeah. we're already in December. Yeah, that, uh, November. That's We're true. already in November. That's true. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, I mean, we we have lots of depth. Um, that's why I I'm saying I wouldn't be upset if we just got a better pick this season because I don't love the bottom six this season. I I would be upset because that means we don't make the playoffs. Yeah. So, but but at the same time, it's like with that bottom six, how far can you go? <sighs> they're they're gonna have to either have a rental or we, a good we'll trade. see when Tuck comes back. We'll yeah. See how he. Well, Tuck made a huge difference in the stride of the team last time he was back. Yeah, so but he was back for what? One like and a half games? games? Something ridiculous. I think it was one and a half. Yeah. One and a half. Well, not even a half. It's like one and a period. Yeah. Because he got hurt in the first period. Poor right? guy. I'll take care of you, Tucky. <laughs> which, which, which uh, all right. All right. <laughs> so, let's so, uh, go into a segment that Summer wants to touch up on. Yeah. You so, wanna, you want to talk about this segment you want to talk about? Man rockets? Yes. Man <laughs> so, rockets. Everybody's favorite topic. So, do you know what a man rocket is? What is a man rocket? Because, to me, a man rocket is any hot dude on the team. <laughs> all right. So, so what, what this exercise is going to be since we have Summer here and, and, you know, I'm clearly not a jealous boyfriend. Also, I would not be able to hold anything against any of these hockey players. They just beat the <laughs> crap out of me. Yeah. Which story for another time. But, um, even glass glass will kick the shit well, out of him. Oh yeah. needs to get a couple years on him before he can be considered a mad rocket. But, but <laughs> this, this exercise is going to be, we're, we're going to name a few players from the Golden Knights and a couple players from around the league and Summer's going to tell us if they're a man rocket. <laughs> you or have not. a list? No, no, I'm going to do it off okay. the top of my head. Well, okay. can I just say real quick though, the Colorado Avalanche lead the league in man rockets. That's a little bias. <laughs> Uh, it might be yes, okay. but they are called the Manvalanche. This is this is some, what Summer calls them. This is not a real thing. <laughs> uh, okay. And, and their captain Gabriel Landeskog is now Gabriel Mandeskog. So this <laughs> this this listeners is what I have to live with every day. By, by the welcome. way, I can Andrew pitched this uh, and Summer pitched this uh, segment to me, not knowing. What I'm getting into, so yeah, yeah. I basically just I, said, "Oh, summer ended up off yeah, from work." I'm so. not. I am. I. I am. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. I am. I am. I am comfortable <laughs> with my hetero, heterosexuality. Well, then feel free to partake in the I man will. segment. <laughs> I will. I will. Because I. I think because a lot of people, girls compliment each other a lot. Why, Why can't, can't guys do exactly. it? Exactly. I, I don't have any problem with it either. So, so with that okay, being let's, said, let's, let's get the, let's, let's start get this started. Okay, let's start. Let's, you want to start? All right. So I'm I'm just gonna start listing off certain names. Okay. Um and and now you, I'm not familiar with a lot of players. Okay. The, so I'll start. The NHL, I'll start then. So what about? Let's start with the best player in the league, Connor McDavid. So do you know what he looks like? I know, I need to look him up. All right, so Connor McDavid. Um, I gotta show you his awkward picture with the Asian couple. Though. Right here, he shows up. Yeah, so yeah. this is this is Connor McDavid. Um, 
He's 22 years old. So a little, little young I, for you. I, and well, you know. Well, you like, you, like, you like other players that are that age, so. Um, I think he is a man rocket. I like his gingery beard and his blonde hair. Well, what about this awkward picture of him? Well, we oh all my have God, awkward, awkward pictures <laughs> together, so. He's, just, he's with like a, an yeah, Asian couple. You can't judge someone on their awkward photo yeah, because that, we all have those. But this is my favorite photo of Connor McDavid. I wouldn't McDavid. say he'd be my favorite like, man rocket, but he's got potential. He looks incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If any of you guys listening to this, just Google awkward Connor McDavid. It's the, <laughs> it's the best picture of him. It's the best. Okay, next. All right, so next up is Brandon Peary. Brandon Peary <laughs> will never be a man rocket. He looks like a little rat to me, and I just, my hatred for Brandon Peary stems very deep, so. Uh, speaking of rats, <laughs> what about Brad Marchand? He's not a man rocket, but I think he's hilarious, so yeah. I have love for him. I I, I personally love... I like his love... whole licking people. Like, that's funny to me. Yeah. And just... I, I love Brad Mar... I love that I hate Brad... Uh, I hate that I love Brad Marchand. Yes, exactly. You and know... also, Marchie and Marchie and Andrew's always like, I want to see Marchie and Marchie play together. So that it's, would be it's like... It's funny you say And that... they're both tiny little dudes. Like, yeah. It's funny you say to... that because the Golden Knights tweeted something that says, Marchie, Marchie, Marchie with Marchie, so on it right yeah a lot of boston fans commented on it it's like there's only one real marshy calm down guys yeah there's, no. two like, there's room for that's two. like saying like only one person can be called nick and everybody Speaking is nicholas Marchie, jonathan marcheso is definitely a man rocket <laughs> well he's a he's a little tiny rocket he's like five eight five nine yeah, so, yeah. i mean yeah, for hockey he's a he's yeah, a tiny dude but the size of his thighs have you seen them They're okay. the, yeah. what, what about what about alexander ovechkin ovi is my boy he's a man rocket for sure and even with even that bowl cut he's don't even comment on his hair even with that bowl cut <laughs> that bowl cut though speaking of hair what about I, mark stone mark stone is definitely a man rocket with his mad scientist hair yes. i don't care like like, I just, <laughs> I love him. He kind of reminds me of the lead singer of Newfound Glory, also. Oh, like, that's true. I don't know. They look like they could be brothers or cousins. See, or the something. thing about Mark Stone's <laughs> hair, though, is I can relate. Because when I grow out my hair, and it's. Yeah. Because uh, I have the. Uh, the, the, uh, the Andrew has some nice Asian hair, which is His like. His hair always looks like this. Exactly. By the way. Like, I hate it. <laughs> I have the other Asian hair where it's it gets really fizzle no you have no idea dude you know how much product is in my hair to keep it like this he goes to bed with his hair looking like this so that's yeah but yeah no that's yeah but i don't wake up like that i wake up and i look like beaker from uh mm. no <laughs> like little okay. yeah with the, like the big tuft that goes straight up who's, yeah who's the next man rocket uh so let's do a couple more so i know the answer to this one but let's hear it. alex tuck alex tuck is my number one man rocket he is the, the he, everybody think, loves alex tuck. i think he is the number one man rocket for the Tuck. Vegas Golden Knights. In, in yeah. also yeah. his dad tuck and tuck daddy like, <laughs> tuck daddy. his dad is a silver fox <laughs> that's a so thing he gets i just made it a thing she, oh she's been saying thing. this to that's me fair. for like a year okay. ever I, yeah. since the the father's trip from last season she saw the video okay. of him and his dad what about pk suban um, I love Subi, but he's not my man rocket. Not Malcolm. No, not PK. Malcolm. PK. Oh, the one that's married oh, to Lindsay Yeah, Bond. either one of them. I just, they're, they're not okay. my man rocket. Okay. What up? Okay. Sidney Crosby? What does he look like again? Sidney Crosby. He's not a bad looking dude. How do you, how do you not know what Sidney Crosby he's looks like? He's like the face I, of hockey. Honestly, yeah. Like he, if he, it's not Avalanche or Golden Knights, I don't keep up with a lot of the other teams. Yeah. Um, That's Sidney Crosby. Yeah, he's a man rocket for sure. He's got. <laughs> he's a baby face, even though he's like thirty three. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he looks like he could be like an underwear model. Like he's got a very nice chisel. Speaking face of to underwear him. model, what about what about Austin Matthews? Austin Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make him a 
see what it just what I did. for that so, incident. See, okay. See, see, see what I did there? That was yeah, a good segue. That was a, a very I, good I love segue. Austin Matthews with his dirt stash. With like when he did the yeah, Freddie Mercury his thing. Stash, yeah. Like <laughs> that's dude. I dude. Man, hate a mustache. He would not be. He, a just, he makes it so much just, better that he has yeah, that right but now. But he just seems so funny to me. So but you know, a little bit of looks, a little bit of speaking personality. Speaking of mustaches, though, a lot of people are bagging on Tuck with his mustache. Well, yeah, I, I, that's gotta go with the handlebar. Oh, no, he needs to keep it forever because that is manly rocket. That is that. <laughs> that is level boss. Man rocket. Yeah, it's also just boss. hilarious. Yeah, I feel like he should be on like a Harley Davidson. Exactly. With that I am mustache. jealous. I can't grow. <laughs> facial hair like that because that's that that is yeah that that he he is gonna go out and fish and cut chop some wood yeah right. that's manly rocket all right so yeah. so let's let's do one more um pierre edward bellamar bellamar never really caught my attention when it came to man rockets but since being on the avalanche like he's just kind of honorary man rocket he's now. automatically a man yeah, rocket he's automatically a man rocket because he's, he's on, on the, the man avalanche <laughs> Man but I love Lynch. Belly with his, you know, his personality and what he did for Vegas and how he's All getting right. in with the team at Colorado. Well, speaking of Bellamare, that's actually uh, a really good segue into... Yeah, because I'm like, let's move on from this subject. I'm done with this already. <laughs> and so, uh, but speaking of Bellamare, we're about to start our five-minute major news from around the NHL. So right, let's start it. Yeah, let's okay. start it. First one is... Uh, Belmar got hit uh, for a concussion yes, by Falange. Oh. Oh, sorry. Who, 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 who hit him again? I, I don't know how to say that guy's name. I want to say it's pronounced Foligno. Yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, and he got suspended for three games. Three games. Three um, games. Because nobody hits hurts our bellies, okay? No, but belly I'm, is... Except for Taco Bell. It hurts my belly. He is on the road trip <laughs> going with the abs to their away games. So okay, that's, that's a good, good sign. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> sign, yeah. So, Especially yeah. since Tuck has not been traveling with the team. Yeah. No. Because even though Belmar is with the Avalanche, we still love him. Yeah, it's be- Belly's belly, you know. And I don't know if you guys saw that hit, but that was just it was a, that was a it was a really hit. nasty hit. It, yeah. it was just it was I unnecessary. Wasn't, I wasn't able to watch that game, but I, I looked up the yeah, injury. Yeah, I saw and it I was too. Like, All right, so the next one, I want to spend a little bit more time on this one because this is gonna be fun. Yeah, Seattle is gonna gonna announce their team name in January during yeah. the All Star break. Yeah, what do you think it's gonna be? I want it to be the Rain City Bitch Pigeons, but that's not going to happen, right? That, I, I, I think that the internet just wants that to make... They yes. want to make that happen, like... Yeah, they, they even have a logo already. You know you know, if they put it up to a vote, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like Bodie McBoldface. Yeah, yeah. Who, what, what do you guys think is going to be? Uh, it's going to be the Kraken, I think. I think it's going to be the Kraken. It actually be pretty I, cool. Yeah. So because they had the whole team name uh, idea of the whales, I would actually love for them to buy the rights to the whalers just so uh, I can see that damn jersey again. They're not pro- they're probably I, not they, do they won't do that. But I just want to Espe- see the whalers jersey again. I love that logo. Especially their, their closest rival is the Canucks who has a whale on there too. I know that's why the whale's it it logo is a man rocket for Andrew. He won't it really stop is. talking yeah, that about is, it. It's one of the be- as a as a graphic designer, it's one of the best. Yeah, as oh, a person who deals with user experience, like I yeah. I see that I see that logo, and they made the H out of the space in the logo. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's negative space, and you have the W. Oh, it's so good. The whale um, tail and the colors together. Oh, oh yeah. What do you think? I'm not familiar with what the options are for the Seattle uh, new team names. It was but like the whales. Say something. Say but something. I like the Kraken. I mean, yeah, okay. I'm cool with that because I'm all about like sea life and octopus and Seattle man and stuff, rockets. So. Seattle man. <laughs> Seattle no. man rockets. Yes. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> next one. This is this is a fun one. Yeah. This yeah. is a really fun one. So you, you want to read it, Summer? Oh. Okay. 
<laughs> you do it. Kane owes half a million dollars to the freaking Cosmo because he's a degenerate. <laughs> and, and he's getting sued for it in this Clark is, County District yes. Court now. This which is hilarious. Like, bro, pay your debt. Like, so so he spends all this time losing and, um, you know, shit-talking Ryan Reeves. He's, and he's jumped out on, or he skipped on his freaking half million dollar marker tab. Oh my God, that's such... He's concerned like, with what Revo is doing to, like play a good game to pay his debt you know <laughs> so, see the, the sharks play in t-mobile arena what next week yeah so i want to hear everybody have a pay your debt chant yeah make that it make it happen awesome. dave make it make it happen because i yeah dave make it happen make it happen start Section with can two, you suck yes can you suck pay your, pay your debt, debt. <laughs> pay your debt yeah <laughs> You know, I'm I'm wondering if like he shows up and somebody like like one of those like process servers like shows up at the game and is oh, like, "Here's your yes. papers." You've been served. Like you've been, you've served. been served. Can you imagine oh how how awesome that would be? Like everybody should dress up as like that, you know, with with with, with the the report and yes. signs and stuff. Oh, so much trash talk on K now. That's oh, but he, he like, now he officially just has it coming now. And not only that, but like I was um, listening to Sirius XM the other day, and basically uh, they have the NHL Network stream on mm-hmm. there, and the entire NHL Network and like some of the teams and like coaches and people like in the league that they like pulled, they're all like, yeah, that's a dirtbag move. Yeah, like this is like not a good look for not only Kane but the but team the organization. Yeah, like the or- that's he, a distraction. Yeah, it, it's a distraction from the fact that they already suck and uh so yeah kane pay your be- pay your bills man so right. last one last here one, uh, it's a it's kind of get a little bit political a little tiny bit but so so carlo and i are, are both asians so just in case yeah. anybody didn't realize that um but don cherry got fired for his comments about it was uh, about people, the poppies the poppies yeah if so you guys it, don't know poppies are a symbol for remembrance day in canada Yep, and and so you know it's for all the it's basically like our Memorial Day. Yeah. Um. And so basically he went on um uh, Sportsnet and started freaking out because he said that not enough you people don't wear these and he's yeah basically referring to the fact that there's more more than fifty percent minorities in Toronto. Yeah. I I don't I don't want to get too political, so I guess we're just gonna end it there, right? Yeah. He's fired. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Bye. All right. Yeah, that's our uh, that's that's our cherry on top right there. <laughs> well, this was last well, week ch- tonight. Oh, ouch! Whoa! <laughs> I mean, weekly, weekly, nightly. nightly. Um, oh, get out! Shout out to Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so but I will say though, uh, I don't know if the the cherry's on top. I, I think that cherry just got knocked off to the bottom yeah, now. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just saying because that's our that's our last segment, so it's a cherry on top of our Ice podcast. Cream. Yeah, so we'll, that's why I asked it to be last. We'll, we'll be so doing. So I can make that joke. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> How long did you think of this one? Dude, I, 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 said, I, I do setups. He, he mentioned the Taco Bell thing in a text message at like 2 <laughs> o'clock today when he's talking about Bellamare. Um, so, so yeah, anyways, we'll, we'll be doing another one of these uh, probably next... I should write my own stand-up. It'll probably be next one. Instead what? of this podcast. Maybe we'll squeeze one in after the Calgary game, but probably next Monday. Um, so we'll, we'll have another weekly update. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm Andrew, a.k.a. at Choi underscore AJ on Twitter. And oh, Summer, um, aka Summer VGK. And I'm Carlo, who makes dad jokes. And Some dude 88. Or at Chicago Wolves, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks again, guys, for listening to uh, this week. So we'll talk to you again soon.